Welcome to episode 41 of TDR Now podcast, the first English-speaking podcast focusing on Tokyo Disney Resort and coming to you directly from Japan. You can find us at tdrexplorer.com, on Twitter at tdrexplorer, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash tdrexplorer. I'm your host, uh, Patricia, the official photographer for TDR Explorer, and you can find me on Twitter at Dream Sweets Love. And you might not find me at the parks lately, but I'll be there soon. I promise you, at least for Tanabata. Chris, what's going on? Here's my co host. <laughs> <laughs> I can't talk today. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> yeah, I am the chief content editor for TDR Explorer and also the lead on TDRnow.com, the wait time app. Yes the wait time app so you know the best times to go experience Pooh's Honey Hunt and Journey to the Center of the Earth and when Toy Story is not six hours long of a wait. (laughs) I'm the person that created TR Now so you can figure all that out. And also besides that I'm also eating in the parks which I love to do. It's delicious. I love it. And I can't wait for all the summer treats to start because that means shaved ice and all that all that delicious cool snacks <laughs> uh if you want to follow me on my personal twitter i am i am at burnin lover it's a funny name i know but it's okay <laughs> so what are we talking about for episode 41 i can't believe it's 41 I know I say this like every two or three episodes, but every time we do another episode, I can't believe we've been doing this for this long. It's it feels like it feels like just like yesterday that we started doing this. It's so weird. It really does. It's it's countdown to fifty. Oh. Are we gonna do our fiftieth anniversary? Fiftieth show anniversary? Fiftieth <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> I don't 50th know. Fiftieth show. Fiftieth show anniversary. We have to. We have to do something yeah, special. We, we have to figure something out. So we have Eight more episodes after this to figure it out. Send us your ideas, by the way. Yeah, that's a good idea. Everyone, send us your ideas. What do you want us to do for our 50th episode? Our 50th, 50th anniversary episode. That sounds weird. <laughs> our 50th episode. Okay. Right. Anyway, back to the show. Okay. Um... Okay, so we have our news, our crowd forecast, what we learned in the parks this week, and then we're going to touch on... A topic that's not too happy, but it's something that we do need to talk about so you're prepared, just in case it does happen. And it probably won't, but we're going to talk about it anyway. And it's natural disasters. So we're going to talk about earthquakes and typhoons and all the the inclement weather that could happen here. People wearing Duffy costumes in the summer. <laughs> that is a serious... <laughs> concern for people seriously like heat stroke and all that kind of stuff and then we have our park tip 
our listener question. And that's it for the show. So let's uh, start with the news. Patricia, what's what's going on at the parks uh, right now? It's time to go shopping, Chris. Uh, it's always quite, it's always time to go shopping, though. It's always, it seems like it's always time to like. go shopping or eat. It's one of those two things. Yeah, but we can do both because there's a really cool um, gelatoni event coming to the parks, and it's gelatoni painting all over Mediterranean Harbor because he's an artiste. Do we want to say it's art, or do we want to call it graffiti? I thought about saying that, but I thought, oh, I love gelatoni. I don't want to. But it is kind of like graffiti, so we'll see. Um, but I think he'll, you know, he's a really nice kitty cat. And he, you know, he cares about the Disney Sea environment. So when he's done with his art, he always cleans up after himself. So I don't know. I wouldn't call it graffiti. I would say it's a temporary, um, I don't know, temporary performance art or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a, that's a good way to put it. I hope he's there for a greeting, but I don't know. No word on on greetings anytime soon. No, they haven't said anything about greetings. Yeah. I want. I wonder if they're ever going to do that. I'm sure they will at some point. They have to. They better. And you know what else <laughs> I haven't seen in these goods? I haven't seen my um, gelatoni coffee sleeve yet. They're probably saving that for. I want to say Halloween or Christmas. Ooh, yeah, that's true. Because they, well, first they released the the Duffy sleeve, right? And then shortly after, like what, a month or two afterwards, they released the, the Shelly Mae one. Mm-hmm. So maybe they're waiting for the Gelatoni. It could maybe. be. Oh, exciting. All right, Chris, what are you going to buy? Okay, let's, let's say, okay, let's do a rundown of the goods. We uh, have um, a charm set, which is adorable. Okay, and each of these little charms are 1,200 yen. And they're tiny. They're super tiny. Like tiny little pieces of plastic that you put on your zipper. Yeah, you can put them on your zipper, on your phone, on like if you play video games on your DS or Vita or whatever, on your purse. So, I mean, but they're really tiny and they're 1,200 yen. But you know what? I want all of them. (laughs) I want all of these for sure. And there's what three sets? There's yeah. three, yeah. It's a lot of money. There is. What is he saying on the tote bag? He says, "Ehi, ehi, ehi." Maybe he's laughing. He's is, like, "Ehi." <laughs> is that Italian? Is that like an Italian sound effect for laughing? If you're Italian or you speak Italian, let us know because it says, "Ehi, e h i, jinx." <laughs> and then exclamation point. So it's either yeah, a he or a he. <laughs> I don't think it's Japanese. It no, it's not. Yeah, can't be. And on the back, it's in it's in Italian. Ugh. It says "se chiama gelatoni." <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing it's Italian. It must be Italian. It says, I guess I'm guessing it says um, he's called gelatoni, and he's a friend of Duffy's. He lives in Mediterranean, in the Mediterranean port. And I can't understand the last part. Gli place molto disigmare. I can't read the last part. I can understand most of it, but I can't. I don't know the last sentence. I'm not even going to attempt it. (laughs) Someone knows. Let us know. Come on, Italian speakers. 
But the bag looks beautiful. Really nice inner lining. Uh, nice detailed exterior. It's got some pockets, it looks like, so you can put your paintbrushes or sketches or sketchbooks if you like doing art. So I think it's really well thought out. I like these goods. Um, of course, there's a little, uh, uh, how do you call it, the drawstring bags that you can use uh, to put little things in toiletries if you're traveling or if your kids, um, your, your school things like your chopsticks or whatever inside. And again, it's just so ridiculous. I love it. I love all of this. The little shopping bag, eh, take or leave it. Yeah, it's just a it's just a plastic shopping bag. <gasps> I want this face towel. I was just thinking that. I was just looking at it and I'm thinking I could use a new face towel even though I have like four. No. I could, this I could use another good. one. It's 1600 yen. I don't even Ugh. care. I don't even care. I need this one. <laughs> Out of all the face towels and I've been waiting for them to release a really cute one. I need this. Like like now. When does oh, this come hold- out? And he's holding a little paintbrush. It's so cute. He is. Oh. Um, I think it, it comes out July 9th. Okay. There's time to make some more money. <laughs> <laughs> Save some money. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, there's a face towel. So, it's a little longer. And then there's a oh, wash look. towel. Yeah, and he's eating an ice cream in front of the lottery building. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> they made two different designs, so we have to buy two different towels. Yeah. That is brilliant, but evil at the, the same time. Good job, Disney. And I need this mug cup. Ugh. Okay, Ugh. okay, okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ditch the charms. I'm going <laughs> to get the mug, tub, mug cup, the face towel, the washcloth, and maybe the little drawstring bags. Yeah. And then there's little notes. Yeah. Like stationery. The stationery looks cute. It's all, you know, Stationery is always good here. Like it's really hard to find bad stationery. It's true. And then you can get the pen that goes with it. That's 1,500 yen. What? Well, you need to write your letter somehow. For 1,500 yen? Jeez. It has two colors. I would, I guess I'd still buy it. <laughs> For fifteen hundred yen, fine. Two colors. I want it to be friction, so I can erase what I'm writing. Well, it has like a little gelatony charm on it, and there's a little <gasps> like paint palette on the on the clip. Look at the masking tape. Oh, is that? Blo- oh, geez. Okay, I need the masking tape too. <laughs> <I'm> just, <laughs> we're just uh, we're 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 gonna be so poor. I know. Come July 9th. Seriously, we're going to be so poor. That tape is cute. I don't even need it, but I want it. You know what you can do with it? I use it to like um, put notes on my um, schedule book. Oh, like tape little things, like reminders and stuff. I just buy the tape and then I never use it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have like a drawer full of masking tape. I'm like, what do I do with this? It's true. I just, I just bought it. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, and then we're getting into snacks. Yes. There's even snacks. There's snacks too, guys. <gasps> Tiramisu chocolate. Uh, and it comes in a tin. It does. Oh, the Cute tin alone, tin. right? Oh, just the tin. And then there's a, like cookies, a tin of cookies. What are the cookies? Coffee cookie and pie stick. Yeah, the pie stick is cute. <laughs> Whatever twirly. pie stick means. I think it's a little twirly thing. Oh, I guess it's the yeah. coffee and the pie stick twirled together. Maybe. Yeah. Oh. What is that? Look at oh, look, look at what it says underneath. It has eight inside. 
<laughs> That's it? How big are these? <laughs> they better be big for that price for 950 it's yen. 950 yen. How, how big are these little pie sticks? I don't know. <laughs> Ugh. And then we have the dessert sets. Oh my which gosh. which are which start on July first and for some reason. Um but yeah, there's uh gelatoni desserts. So they replaced the ceramic cup, I guess. The one that that, that they had when it gelatoni originally came out. It looks like they have a new one. Yeah, so if you didn't get that cup, too bad. There's a there's a new one now. Which looks really cute. And it comes with a caramel gelato chocolate mousse. Mmm. It looks really cute. And a really little good. palette cookie. And there's also a tea mousse as well. Mm. I don't know what that means. I don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's the little candy case, which we've had for a few months now. Yeah. It's always cute. It is. So many gelatoni. Oh uh, my goodness! Okay, so All right. I'm sure I'm sure people are sick of us talking about Duffy and Gelatoni because I know some people aren't big fans of them. But there's also some non-Duffy and Gelatoni stuff coming out. Yeah, yeah. You know those couples that always dress the same, mm-hmm. or those parents that have kids and everybody has to wear matchy matchy outfits. Uh huh. There's on. something for you, <laughs> <laughs> and it's really cute. Um, it's like summer, summer. So, in, okay. So when you're at the store and you're asking for this in Japan, they call stripes borders, which they might in other countries too. Like, so if you're from like UK or Australia or something, let us know. Do you call it border? Or do you call it stripes? Um, in US, we call it stripes. What do you call it, Chris? Stripes. Stripes, right? Okay, so mm-hmm. for okay, so borders or stripes, and it's like summer theme and it's character theme, and uh, you can match. You can match with your partner. You can match with your kids. Um, you can match with your cousins, with your best friends, uh, your classmates, your your coworkers, and um, it's on the website un- under on TDR now, right? Yeah. Okay. Whew, safe. So go to the TDR Now website and check it out because it's really, really, really adorable. And it has your favorite characters on it. And it's not just shirts. They have, um, I guess, like a little little knapsack that you can wear. Like, you know, the little drawstrings that you can wear on your back. A cap, water bottle holder, matching characters that you can attach to your bag wearing the same t-shirt as you. Yep. <laughs> Wash towels. And they really thought this through. They did. Okay, so the part that I don't get is the cup and the plate. Yeah, like because <laughs> you can't wear you that. Those? You know what I mean? No. So no. Donald has a tote bag. Why does Donald get a tote oh, bag? Oh, Daisy too. I guess the ducks get a tote bag. Oh. Oh yeah, she does. Instead of the bottle holder. Oh, that's, that's clever. Yeah. Make people buy more. Jeez. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> so, if you have a family of four, the dad can wear all the Donald Duck, your daughter can wear Minnie Mouse, the son can wear Mickey Mouse, and the wife can wear Daisy Duck. Oh, look, they actually have a picture of a family. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going on based off Oh, of, and they're actually. barbecuing. They want you to wear these outside of the park, which really, people, I don't think they will. 
Because uh, you know you only wear matchy-matchy outfits in the park if it's Disney. In Japan, at least. Or if you're in Harajuku. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. It's like one of two places that you actually do that. Yeah, and in Japanese, they call this the Natsu no Genki Osoro Guzu, which basically translates into <laughs> the summer feeling good matching set, I guess. It's I, true. I don't, know. I, I don't know how else to translate that. <laughs> Essentially, yeah, it's just a matching merchandise set to make you spend more money. And it works. It's cute. Let me tell you, like... It's it's a it's fun outfits to wear for sure. Mm-hmm. The colors mm-hmm. are really vibrant, you know. They're very summery. Yeah, and you know I but, can see this pattern being used with different characters in the future. So if it's not your favorite character, I bet you anything they're going to introduce more. It's like those character shirts that they're selling or that they were selling lately um, with like all Ariel or all. Elsa or whatever like just like splashed over like um, Jasmine and Aladdin you know like splashed over like all the characters like repeated it's kind of like that right yeah I guess it's just a a different take on it exactly so I think we'll see more of this if it's popular which is cool I like it it's it's probably something I like I personally wouldn't wear it but I can appreciate it and at least that they're they're doing something Different, I guess, in terms of merchandising. Instead of, you know, the rehashed same stuff over and over and over again. Well, yeah, they have to, they have to, you know, change it up. And I, I personally think it's really cute when people wear matching outfits. So mm-hmm. I really like it. Especially if you're a family of four. I mean, it doesn't have to be a family <laughs> of four. It could be anybody, like friends, couples, you know, relatives. You know, I think I think it's fine. I mean, and and even if you're a family of four or whatever, you can wear the same character if you like the same character. You know, <laughs> mix and match. I guess mix and match. Do what you want. Yeah. Oh, and these are available starting June sixteenth. Oh, at the parks. I see. And uh, when Tanabata starts. Yeah. So if you don't want to buy a yukata, you can buy. Some osoro goods. Oh, but if you don't wear a yukata, you don't get free ice cream on your shaped ice. Uh, there's so <laughs> many options. <laughs> they really have thought of everything to maximize people spending their money. Yeah, and you know, we're going to talk about Tanabata and all this stuff happening around that day a little bit in the future, but um, we have so much to cover right now, you know? Um, What's going on right now with the parks, uh, answering your questions, and, and producing Shanghai. So we'll get there. Don't worry. It's coming. Um, but we just are going to cover a few other things in the meantime, okay, until it gets here. Um, Chris, speaking about being in the parks and shopping and having a good time and eating all that food, what does it look like in terms of the crowd forecast? Uh, the fun, fun crowd forecast. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we get our crowd forecast information from tdrnavi.jp. So make sure you check them out when you're planning your trip. They also have information available in English. So perfect. That's absolutely perfect. So we're looking at the week of June 13th. So over at Tokyo Disneyland, during the week, it is as low as 29 out of 100. So that, that's pretty low for crowds. That's really good. That's really low. But 
then on Saturday, the Saturday, it goes up to 99 out of 100. So that's quite the quite the swing. Cuz what crowds. what day is Saturday? Um, that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't write it down. Oh. Hold on, one second. Okay, one okay, second, hold one on, second. hold on. Saturday is uh, the 18th. It's the ton about yeah, started. Ah, yes. That's why. Durr. I should have known that. Also, everyone is going there because I'm not going to be there. I'm going to be at Shanghai at that time. So <laughs> that's that's why, right. That's why everyone's going. <laughs> so yeah, uh, that makes sense why it's 99 because the very first Saturday for Tanabata, so there's going to be a lot of people going for that at Disneyland. And then the following Sunday, or the Sunday, it's 60 out of 100. So that's pretty typical for a Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then over at Tokyo Disney Sea. It's as low as 42 during the week. Yay. Which is pretty good for Disney Sea. That's pretty good. And then it's forecasted to hit capacity on Saturday, which is not surprising because it's the first Saturday for Tanabata. So everyone's going to be there to check it out on the first Saturday. I'm so nervous. We're going to go on like the Thursday after to Disney Sea. Okay. Oh, so, okay. So, like, the 23rd-ish? Yeah. Mm, that's a good idea. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, since I'm going to be in Shanghai when it starts, I'm going to have to go the following weekend. We're going to wear... Are you going to wear Yukata? I have one. You should wear it. I should. I really should. That's a good idea. I really... Yeah. I I even have the... Uh, I don't know what the name is in Japanese. Is the... Uh, the shoes that you wear with them, like the sandal. Oh, like the geta. Yeah, I have those. Oh, man. I have those, too. I don't know if I want to walk <laughs> around in Disneyland in those. <laughs> All day? No. No. No, your feet are going to hate you after that. <laughs> right? They're going to absolutely hate you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But you look so good. <laughs> I know. It's it's fashion, not function, right? That's right. You have to suffer. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, maybe. And then um, if you wear those, uh, you'll end up buying some uh, Disneyland or Disney Sea sandals. And Mickey will be happy. Because he'll be like, oh, aren't these more comfortable? <laughs> and you'll be like, yes, Mickey, thank you for letting me spend my money. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> yes, sir. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so speaking of in the parks... Even though we didn't say anything about in the park, so I'm going to segue into that anyway. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about in the parks. That was a good segue because we were in the parks wearing yukata. Okay, well, I'm patting myself on the back for that one. Yeah. Uh, Patricia, have you like? Did you go to the parks this week at all? Um. Well, I've been to the. I went to the resort. Uh, my sister's visiting, and so we're waiting for uh, the the Tanabata to start before we go to the parks you know because our time's really limited so we went to um we've been in the city we went to the louis vuitton exhibit and uh we went shopping at xbre we went to disney store and oh you know those shippendale um that bread store line that they had the really cute one the bread what like chippendale like in the little bread store oh okay yeah, yeah, yeah. like everything is 50 percent off don't tell me that I didn't hear that. So she's like you. She's a big <laughs> Chippendale fan. Ugh. And by the way, she says she's super, super jelly of all the stuff that you have of Chippendale. She loves <laughs> it. She loves seeing your coverage. So keep it up. Oh. 
Okay. And um, we went clothes shopping and um, just enjoyed Expiari in general. Had some, um, what did we do? We, we ate at Ipudo. The, uh, they have this Hakata ramen place, which is like fantastic. And it's on the, um, right above where Max Brenner is in that kind of area. Um, the, ask the information people and they'll tell you where it is. But um, definitely our recommendation. The menu's in English as well. And it, if you love ramen, it's fantastic. So, uh, but we didn't go into the parks this week. I know it's so sad. Sorry, Mickey. But Chris, I think you went to the parks, right? I did. I was there on Sunday. I was there with two friends. How was it? It was nice. It wasn't too busy, actually. Um, we got to ride uh, Monsters Inc. twice, actually. No way. Without without a fast pass. Shut up! How was the wait? Because of of my trusty website, tdrnow.com, I was able to check when the wait times were pretty low. Uh, The first time we waited, it said 60 minutes, but it definitely wasn't. It was more like 40 minutes to wait. Great. And then the next time we watched it, it was during Once Upon a Time, and it was like maybe a 20-minute wait, if that. Well, that's fantastic. And it's a great tip that if you've seen Once Upon a Time before or... Was it the second showing, right? Probably. Yeah, it was the second showing. Yeah, because a lot of people leave after the first showing. Yeah. So, yeah, good tip. It was really it was really nice, and it was really short. And we, we even got to do Pooh's Honey Hunt as well with, I want to say, it was probably about 20 minutes. Great, and it's been beautiful weather, too. Oh, yeah, it was nice. Like, it was cool, but it wasn't cold. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, was, it was comfortable. It was really comfortable. Um. But speaking of Monsters, Inc., one thing that I noticed, and I've noticed this in the past, but I never really took note of it, but in Monsters, Inc., the attraction is technically at nighttime. Yeah. Because because you're using the flashlights to find the monsters and all that, like you're playing hide-and-go-seek in the dark, right? Yeah. So, next time that you're at Monsters, Inc., and you're getting ready to go on the ride and the cast members are there, listen to what they tell you. So most of the other attractions, when cast members greet you, they're going to say either Ohayou gozaimasu, which is good morning, or konnichiwa, which is uh, good afternoon, or konbanwa, which is good evening. Well, the cast members in Monsters, Inc. are always going to say konbanwa, to you no matter what time of day it is which is one of those little details that is just so subtle and it's easily missed if you're not paying attention but i just i just absolutely love that like even if it's nine o'clock in the morning the cast members are going to say konbanwa to you it's true and they'll do it on um pirates too (laughs) pirates i never noticed i don't know why i've just never noticed it's nighttime there. When you go in Blue Bayou, it's all night. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's the same. Makes perfect sense. I wonder what other attractions they do it in. That's a good question. We have to pay attention. Let's go on an attraction. Like, uh, let's just try all of them and see. <laughs> what about Haunted Mansion? Haunted Mansion is not really themed to nighttime. It's just uh, a Haunted Mansion, right? I wonder. I wonder. We got Okay, we got to try it. That's the only other one I can really think of. Mm-hmm. Maybe Peter, Peter Pan. Peter Pan, right? Maybe Peter Pan. All the other ones are kind of 
whatever. They're not really based on a time of day. At Disney Sea? Hmm. What do they do they have anything? Disney Sea. No, right? No. I don't think so. Well, Journey to the Center of the Earth, there's no real like point of reference as to what time it is. You're in the middle of the earth. Yeah, you're underground. <laughs> so, so, yeah, it could be so, any you yeah. know, yeah. It could be any time. Yeah. Tower of Terror? Mm, maybe? I don't know. Eh, no, that's tough too. It's so mysterious. We have to check. We had to check. Yeah, we're gonna have to check now. Now now I'm really racking my brain. <laughs> I wonder what other like little things that happen all the time that you never really like catch, you know? Yeah. It's kind of like, fun. Yeah, though like those little things that cast members say to you. Mm-hmm. Well, uh besides that, um I actually went on Cinderella the Cinderella Fairy Tale Fairy Tale Hall for the first time. I've never done it before. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you sounded very disappointed and I know you're disappointed because I know you liked um what was it before again? Mystery tour. Yeah, that which was amazing. That. Yeah, like, the Cinderella Fairy Tale Hall was nothing spectacular. It wasn't like I didn't think it was terrible, but it wasn't overly exciting. But I have nothing to compare it to, so I'm sure you feel very differently oh, about oh, that. I have something you can compare it to. What's that? Like you know how sometimes, like in Ginza, they have at like one of the little department stores a little mini exhibit. Okay, it's yeah. kind of like that. But more disappointing. <laughs> disappointing. <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. Okay. Okay. I get it now. I'm sorry. I get it now. I'm well, sorry, Mickey. There is one one good thing about it because. The fairy tale, fairy fairy tale, fairy tale hall is on the. I don't know. Do you call it the second floor? I have no idea. But you take an elevator to go up into the castle, so I'm just gonna call it the second floor. I don't know if that's what you actually call it, but you're up there and you go through the whole thing, whatever. And then when you come out, you actually get a really nice view of Fantasyland. Oh, that's a nice little silver lining. Yeah. So. We came out and the sun was still out and it was it was um, a little cloudy, but it wasn't not like it was it was nothing too bad. But we got to see uh, the uh, teacups and everything. It was really nice from up from up above there. Ooh, so on a nice so, nice weather day, it's good to check it out or a nighttime yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh yeah, even nighttime. So if you want a different spot to take photos, that's probably a good spot to do it. Good idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's what I learned in the parks this weekend. Ooh. Okay. Very nice, Chris. <laughs> so next week, you better have something prepared. All right. Speaking of <laughs> uh, speaking of natural disasters like the Cinderella attraction. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 that was good. That was really good. <laughs> Sorry. That was really good. I like that. Okay, sorry. Continue. Um, you know, sometimes you know, and it's not a happy topic to talk about, and and to be like, and not to freak people out because uh, these things are are very rare. You know, um, I mean, not not earthquakes in general. We do we do get earthquakes all the time, like really little ones. You know, and you probably don't even notice them as you go about your day. 
Um, but there is the potential and it, it's going to happen in the future that we will have a big earthquake. It's going to happen in the future that we will get typhoons. Um, and so we wanted to talk about what, you know, how to, how to prepare yourself just in case. Um, and we also wanted to reassure you because um, in the event that something should happen at the parks, whatever that should be the cast members are extremely well trained um and they they renew their training and they are ready and and when there was a fairly big earthquake at the park recently during the tohoku earthquake uh they were they were ready and they took care of the guests and they really uh they really stood up to to the task and and they were professional uh they were they kept everybody safe and they really took care of the people that couldn't get home or or couldn't uh, hop on their flight back to wherever they needed to go um, in the the day of the earthquake. Um, so, uh, so let's let's talk a little bit about earthquakes first because I think that's everybody's big worry. Um, mm-hmm. Chris, what what is your recommendations for that? Um, well, to prepare yourself ahead of time. Uh, one app for your your smartphone that I highly recommend, and it's one that I use, and I'm pretty sure you use it as well, Patricia, is the uh, Yure Kuru app. Yeah. And it's it's spelled Y-U-R-E-K-U-R-U, and it's available on um, iOS and Android, and it's available on any store, like any, uh, any of the country stores on there. Uh, you can download it. And you can set it uh, to notify you, like send you a push notification when there's an earthquake in certain areas. Uh, so that's something really handy to have. Um, so I highly recommend to have that just to keep yourself informed. And it, and it's bilingual. Yeah. Um, which is fantastic. You can set the level. So, it, you know, I have it set for, I think, four and above. Yeah. Yeah, that... That's what I have it as well. Right, like anything um, lower than that, I'm like, oh, it's it's okay. I get more if it's if it's around a three, I get concerned of where did it happen? Did it happen somewhere else? Are they okay? But if it's a three here, we're we're pretty okay. Um, four is when it starts to get a little, you get a little edgy um, in this area. But um, it's a very good app, and um, like I said, bilingual. It'll tell you where the earthquake happened, the center of the earthquake, so you can kind of check. To make sure, are you the center? Is it somewhere else? What's going on in case you have family or friends in another part of Japan? Um, and it's it's very reliable and they're always updating it. So uh, definitely, mm-hmm. definitely good to have on your phone. And I would recommend if you have someone in your family that's a worrier, don't tell them about the app because I guarantee you they're going to be worried and it's going to go off a lot for them and they may worry more than they need to because i i think by default it like sends notifications for all of japan yeah you have to set so, it for your location yeah yeah so you kind of have to set it to where you are like earthquakes happen pretty much every day but we don't feel them like the earth is always moving right so um i highly recommend if you have someone in your family you know that that um isn't traveling with you not to get it because it's just going to cause them more stress than they need to have. Um, but uh, also another thing, if you connect 
your smartphone to smartphone to any of the networks in Japan, so most likely you will be. If there is a big earthquake that the government thinks that they should notify people of, your phone will go off. Yeah. And that's ha- that happened recently, actually, um, when I, I was actually on the Haunted Mansion when that happened. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, that was that was a little little nerve wracking. Um, I was actually on the I, I think I explained this like a podcast or two ago, so I'll, I'll just briefly go over it. Um, I was on Haunted Mansion. My phone or my pocket started vibrating, but I can tell it was a different vibration. It wasn't a phone call or a text message. It's like more urgent. And yeah, it was just like. Yeah, it's like a it's like a, a double vibrate, like doo, doo, yeah, and then a pause, then a doo, doo, like it's yeah, it's it's uh, it's a, a different vibration. So I pulled out my phone, and then in Japanese it said, "There's an incoming earthquake." I was like, "Oh," and then everything started shaking, and the ride stopped, and we were in the dark. And I was like, "Oh crap!" <laughs> but then there was an announcement that came on, but uh, the announcement was only in ja- in Japanese. Um, that's only because the earthquake really wasn't that big, so I don't think they deemed it necessary to have it in English. It would, yeah, for us it wasn't big. Yeah, it was. It lasted like ten seconds, if that. But it was big enough that you definitely felt it. Yeah. And then, and then after that, everything was fine. Everything was back to normal after that. And at least it worked, you know. At least you had some kind of warning beforehand, you know. Because some, sometimes mm-hmm. it's like it it doesn't. And you're like, sometimes it'll give you those false warnings, and nothing happens. Like. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, you know, oh, it's really, we, I, I was at the Ambassador Hotel that day and it's just like everybody around us and my, Everyone's phone. I, I don't know if my son remembers the, the big earthquake, but he, I think he must remember on some level because he kind of got really panicky and like went straight to a table and it was like right under it, you know, um, but yeah, that sound, it's, um, it, it's really uh how to say like uh it's really nerve-wracking it's really for nerve-wracking. those of us that have heard it especially like if you if you went through the big earthquake that it kept going off and going off and going off like it's really like it gives you like palpitations you know you get like a physical reaction so it's a really yeah. scary sound <laughs> but um, um it wasn't it, that day was okay though yeah and kind of going back to Like, let's say that you are on a ride and an earthquake does happen and the ride stops. First of all, don't panic. The likelihood of something bad happening is very low. So stay where you are. Don't get out or anything unless you're instructed to do so. So if there is any immediate danger, um, cast members are going to direct you to, you know, get out of the vehicle and all that. So if... Like, let's say you're on, I don't know, Monsters, Inc. or Journey to the Center of the Earth, Toy Story, or whatever, and it stops, don't get out. Unless you are in immediate danger for whatever reason. And again, the likelihood of that happening is very, very low. So just just use your common sense, I guess, is, is, is the best way to do it. And also watch everyone else around you as well. Because people here are very used to this happening, so people do know how to react when it does happen. I mean the the buildings they're made they're made to withstand earthquakes. They're very, very strong and the and the cast members will guide you in what you should be doing. Exactly. Um and if the earthquake for whatever reason 
is big enough that it is a concern, there will be announcements in English to tell you what you should do, where to go, and stuff like that. So there is no worry about a language barrier there if it's big enough. So I guess the uh, the uh, good rule of thumb is if there's no announcement in English, then you don't really have to worry because it wasn't that big that they needed to announce it in English. That's a, that's a pretty good rule of thumb to, to uh, go by. Um, and then... Uh, depending on how big the earthquake is, usually if the earthquake stops the attraction, most of the big attractions are going to be closed for a certain period of time because they have to do safety checks. Most of the, uh, like, Pooh's Honey Hunt, Monsters, Inc., Journey to the Center of the Earth, Tower of Terror, um, Indiana Jones, Raging Spirits, like, all those big attractions are going to be closed for a certain amount of time while they do checks. And that could range from... I don't know, to a half an hour to a couple hours. It really depends. So just be aware of that as well. And if, if the earthquake is really, really big, um, you can take shelter in the parks. Um, so mm-hmm. there'll be a place for you to stay. Don't worry. Um, the cast members will take care of you, make sure everybody's all right. And um, the other thing is maybe um, the transportation is going to be affected for a while so um keep that in mind uh you know even if the trains are running like let's say if it's a really big one even if the trains are running the next day it may take you a while to get to where you need to go so um be patient uh if it's a really big earthquake everybody's going through the same thing you know everybody's trying to go where they need to go um one good thing to keep in mind is if you are staying at a hotel like celebration hotel or the hotels that run the buses um even after the the big Tohoku earthquake where we had a lot of liquefaction, the buses were running. So uh, you will be able to get to your hotel in that case. Um, and for the city of Urayasu, we have done, um, the city has, not we, but the city has done a lot of work um, to ensure that hopefully in the future um, there will be no liquefaction or very minor liquefaction. They have done a bunch of tests they've had people from all over the world come uh, to study our city because it was the the biggest city that had that level of liquefaction happen to it and um, they have spent a ton of money and they're still doing it they're still doing construction um, on all the streets you know they did the main street already they've they're working on the other like minor streets that are out of the main area but um, they don't want that liquefaction to happen again. And hopefully, knock on wood, um, it doesn't. And the precautions that the city has taken um, will will make uh, the city stronger. So um, even if there's some kind of liquefaction damage and your your hotel is by bus, you should be able to get to that hotel. This is not meant to scare you or cause you concern or stress or anything like that. This is just to inform you because they do happen and the likelihood of one, well, I should say, one that is big happening on your trip is very, very low. So don't worry about too much, but just be aware of these points that we pointed out for you. Just in case it, something does happen, because we want you to enjoy your vacation. We want you to be safe. So that's why we're telling you, because that is just the reality of where we are. <laughs> For sure. And you know, California people know what's up. So, you yeah, know, exactly. if you live in California, you know the drill. 
Um, it's, it's probably about the same, you know, except that it's a bigger car culture there. Um, but yeah, you know, Disney staff is, is ready. They don't, they want everybody to be safe. They want everybody to have a good time. They, um, they will do their best in any, in any like bad situation. They'll do their best to protect their guests. Sorry. And this is also about earthquakes, um, related to earthquakes. Um, we had a friend, uh, we met at a dinner party once and it was, uh, this person's job was to think of the absolute worst case scenario they were like disaster management or something like that and so one of the concerns that i've always had um is with the bay because we live right on the bay right on the water and the parks are also on the bay you know disney sea is like right there and i asked him look what's let's say there's a tsunami what is the worst possible scenario like what what should we do how you know what what is the worst thing that can happen and he said um because of the shape of the bay it would be very like it would have to be like a perfect storm of the worst case possible. Um, but even in the worst case, it would go at the most two stories high. So uh, the seawall at Disney Sea should be fine. Um, if you're in another area of the city, we're, we're built pretty high over the water, so it should be okay. But worst case scenario to get to a second floor area. But that would be an extremely, extremely, extremely rare event, he said. And that's his job. His job is to think of the worst thing that can happen. Yeah, so the likelihood of that happening is very, very low. Very minute, yeah. And probably won't happen in our lifetime. I hope not. I hope not, (laughs) anyway. Um, Well, and speaking of water, there's also typhoons, like typhoon season that happens at the parks. Yeah. Um, This is definitely not as severe i guess or concerning as earthquakes um so essentially during typhoon season which is like october like september october ish Mm -hmm. around that around that time the parks are going to be virtually empty because i know for a fact that i don't want to be out there when there's a typhoon because it's rainy it's cold it's windy it's generally a miserable time and uh like Obviously, the parades and outdoor shows are all going to be canceled. Most, or sorry, I shouldn't say most. A lot of the attractions that are outdoors are going to be closed as well. But that means the indoor attractions are still going to be open. And because a lot of people don't want to go out there, it's going to be low wait times. So if you're staying on a resort, you're going to have a heyday with wait times being virtually non-existent. For a lot of the indoor attractions. Yeah. Which which is, you know, pretty good. It's pretty if you awesome. Wanna, if you want to uh, roll the dice that way. <laughs> I When it's a typhoon day, if school's canceled, I'm like, kiddo, it's typhoon day. Let's go to Disneyland. <laughs> you ride all the <laughs> exactly. rides you want as many times as you want, you know. And um, it depends. So, okay. So, yeah, it is fun. There's no lines. But pay attention. Watch the news if there's a typhoon coming because if the trains are running in the morning and you go all la-di-da, oh, it's pretty cool, you know. Um, Because sometimes the typhoon, it's not raining, right? It's like sunny and it's windy. And so those days can be really, really deceptive because you get on the train maybe and the heavy winds hit in the afternoon. And guess what? The KO line, which is the train line you take to get to Disney, is stopped due to wind. So that's not fun because you can't get back to your hotel or wherever you're staying if you're off property. 
So be very, very careful with that. Actually, that's... Should we just skip to the... Okay, so that's part of the tip of the week, actually. So I'm just going to I'm just gonna say the tip of the week this uh, right now because sure. it's part of what we're talking about. So um, if you're traveling during the uh, typhoon season, I would just have a backup plan. Know a bus route that you can take back just in case the typhoon hits at a weird time, you know, a little earlier than expected if, if you maybe missed the news or something that day. Um, or if you want to chance it and think, oh, you know, maybe the typhoon's not that strong and if the train is running in the morning, you're like, I'll give it a chance and I can probably get back. You know, um, have an alternate plan. Know how much it takes to get back, back by taxi um, if you if there's no direct bus and it's kind of difficult to get to. Um, just have your transportation in order. Have like some kind of a backup plan because uh, it it gets pretty rough for a lot of people getting home. Like the bus lines are out of control. The trains aren't running. The lines for the taxi are out of control. If you don't have um, a place to get to that's not in a main station, uh, then it's going to be a nightmare of a line. So be very careful. If you're like an Airbnb and the bus takes you back to like uh, a neighborhood and not a station, you should be actually really fine. So I wouldn't worry about it. And if you're staying at a hotel with a a bus or or something like that, you're fine. But if you're going back to a station like in the city or something, watch out. It is going to be a nightmare. So be careful. And the same with snow. Oh my goodness, don't remind me of the snow. <laughs> and they'll say an announcement, they'll say an announcement, but guess what? You heard that announcement, and everybody in the park heard that announcement, and they're all heading home at the same time. Yeah, so it's going to be just, it's going to be crowded. Super crowded. Yeah. I remember, I, I, I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this many times before in previous podcasts, but <laughs> when the big blizzard hit back in 2014. Yes. Oh my, it took me four hours to get home from the parks. And it usually takes me just over an hour. It took me four hours. And I never want to repeat that again. It was great. It was so crazy that day. I, I got some really good photos. Like, I won't, I, like, I won't dismiss that. It was fun. <laughs> but, it was a fun day. It was. It was painful, but, but fun. The getting home afterwards, I just, I just thought, I just want to get home. I don't want to be stuck on this train anymore i don't want to be stuck yeah it was just it was not fun afterwards during the day it was fun it was great but then trying to get home it was just (laughs) no 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 i never never want to do that again well i probably will but you know you have to you know there's like the call of the snow it's like you have to go to the park i know because it does it doesn't stick very often here it's true and it does look beautiful it really does. So it was worth it. In the end, it was worth it. And um, so if you guys are concerned, so like if you're from like Florida and you're like, typhoons, is that like a hurricane? Um, it's kind of like Florida too in a way in that, you know, the bigger danger seems like it's like in the Okinawa area. Once it gets to Tokyo, it's not like we have to board our windows or anything. You know what I mean? We don't have shutters or anything like that. So the wind doesn't seem to get that strong here. Um, so uh, there was one storm that was particularly really windy and bad when we were at the parks and they'll just shut off certain areas and they'll keep you, um, in one area until the wind dies down and then they'll let you go. 
So if it does get really dangerously high, the the wind speed, they will kind of like just let you know and they'll they'll make sure everybody's safe. So don't worry uh, about that. So the the staff, again, is ready to make sure everybody is safe and happy. So uh, they're really well trained and they're getting constant reports on what's going on with the situation. So um, if you are at the resort and you're going to the parks that day, um, they'll keep you updated on what's going on. So, yeah, that's pretty much it yeah that's pretty much all the all the bad weather right <laughs> earthquakes blizzards typhoons tsunamis but i don't think we we don't really have to worry about tsunamis too much thank goodness yeah, yeah. That's, that's what scares pretty me pretty much that's pretty yeah the tsunamis are worse than the earthquakes and we don't get tornadoes either if we do it's like <laughs> extremely rare so you don't have to worry about tornadoes what tornadoes happen here? They, you know, they they've been Very happening rarely. in some areas of Japan that never used to get them. Um, that is so and weird. And it causes a lot of damage. It's really, really dangerous. Uh, but so far in our area, we haven't. Uh, knock on wood. Hopefully, we don't. You know. So um, yeah. So that's the only thing we don't have to worry about, really. That that's strange. I've never. I don't. I don't picture Japan as a place where tornadoes occur. I think of like. The Midwest. No, exactly right. <laughs> yeah, but it's it's been happening um, the last few years. It's it's been really really terrible. That's that's strange, very strange. But let's let's move on to happier things. That's right. I heard somebody yeah. is going to be celebrating something. <laughs> somebody somewhere celebrating something somewhere. Here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. This week, our listener question comes from Emma, and she writes, My fiancé and I are spending one day at Tokyo Disneyland and one day at Tokyo Disney Sea on our upcoming honeymoon. Congratulations, by the way. Um, however, we are not keen on participating in the Fast Pass scramble or two-hour-long queues. Just wanted to take the honeymoon easy and enjoy ourselves. We're expecting not to be able to experience too many rides because of this, and that's okay. I'd like to ask your recommendations for a day at TDR that doesn't involve much riding. We're going the week after Golden Week on Thursday to Disneyland, and then on Friday, Tokyo Disney Sea. Well, 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 well. This is this is not bad. I've got them. You and I were talking about this earlier mm-hmm. before we started recording. Um, we kind of do recommend, though, like if you're there first thing in the morning... Do go and get a fast pass for one of the unique attractions. Like you don't need to run, you don't need to push people over or anything like that. You can just go at your own pace and you'll get a fast pass for some time during the day. If you're there within the first hour or two, you're gonna get a fast pass. Like it's not that bad. Yeah, and especially if you're there during the week, you know Oh yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be pretty quiet. So you can get at least one or two fast passes. And this is, like like Chris said, at a leisurely pace. You know, don't even worry about it. You should be fine. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like, I would say, if you're going to Disneyland, like, like for me, it's almost, like, almost a sin to not ride Pooh's Honey Hunt if you go to Tokyo Disneyland. So at least get a fast pass for, for that because it's enjoyable. It's just a fun attraction. And then at Disney Sea, um, Toy Story is kind of its own beast in its own right, so you can completely skip that. I would say, um, but you know, I would say maybe get a Fast Pass for Journey if you want something that's a little more thrilling. 
And then other than that, like uh, the other attractions, you, you don't really need to get a fast pass at all. Like here's what I would do because I usually go with my family and with my family, we don't care about, we don't get there an hour early. We don't do any of that stuff. You know what I mean? So what we do is we get there, um, maybe get a fast pass for like one attraction. Like you said, instead of Pooh's Honey Hunt, I would do Monsters, Inc. Because we kind of talked about this before. The queue is so boring. So if we're going <laughs> to skip any long queue, I would skip that. And I would do Pooh's Honey Hunt later in the evening. Just watch out for line cut. Um, so make sure you get there maybe an hour and a half before closing to make sure you can get on the ride. Um, but you should be fine, especially once, like we said earlier in the podcast, once the first Once Upon a Time is over, the park kind of empties out. So that would be your chance to ride poo. Um, then uh, a lot of the attractions, you don't have to wait that long. Look, you've got the Fantasyland attractions. It's a small world. You've got, which is like almost a walk-on most of the time. Pirates, which is a walk-on. You've got um, Stitch, which is a walk-on. Uh, Pinocchio, Snow White, maybe 20 minutes. You know, so a lot of the attractions are walk-on. Country Bears. So try to do, like, space out the longer lines. If you if you, if you want to skip the longer lines, that's cool, too. You can go play on Tom Sawyer Island. You know, go explore that. Kind of like, you know, be a kid again. Um, have some sweets. You know, watch a show or parade. You don't have to, you don't necessarily have to wait for that. You know, go towards the end of the parade route, got a little spot there, and you're fine. It doesn't have to be like in the perfect area. You know, go find those little empty spots and, and you can just enjoy the parade um, as it is, right? Disney Sea, same thing. You've got shows. You've got Out of the Shadowlands, which is coming. You've got um, Try the Lottery for Big Bambi. If you don't win, that's okay. Check out the line. If it's not too long, hop in there. If it's too long, it's okay. Skip it. That's fine. You know, um, but you've got Sinbad, no wait. You've got um, the, the little theater ride. Those fast passes last forever. You can get one later into the day. Get a, Like Chris said, with the fast pass, his advice was on point. Do that. Indiana Jones, you know, you, you know you're getting married, so maybe, of course, you want to ride together. But you could do single rider, be apart for a few minutes. It's okay, you know. But if not, um, like I said, towards the end of the day, not so bad ride the boat around the park that's like no wait you know enjoy the atmosphere enjoy it like especially disney sea it's so romantic at night just walk around and enjoy it ride twenty thousand leagues under the sea you know it's not bad at all i mean i know we make it sound bad avoid saturday go on a weekday you're going after golden week you should be fine you know just uh take it easy kind of organize a little bit you'll be fine yeah Emma mentioned they're going on a Thursday and a Friday, so they're completely avoiding exactly. the weekend. So they're not going to—they're definitely not going to hit that crowd. Um, I would say for like uh, Tokyo Disneyland. So let's say first thing you get there, like on a Thursday, Disneyland might open at nine or eight, more than likely nine, just because it's the weekday. So it's going to be very leisurely. Like go and just leisurely kind of enjoy walking through the World Bazaar and then stroll on over to Tomorrowland. Get yourself a fast pass for Monster Zinc. By the time you get it, it'll probably be for the afternoon sometime. So you got lots of time. Lots of time. Uh, there's going to be a show in the morning. So there's going to be a parade of some sort. So since you're going 
just after Golden Week. It's going to be Easter time, so there's going to be the Easter parade probably around 10.30 in the morning. So you can easily catch that. Um, you can get that in uh, Toontown or Fantasyland or wherever. You know, wherever you can catch it, just just leisurely stroll up and you can watch it. Like, it's not a big deal. Um, as for, like, atmosphere stuff, there is the uh, Tokyo Disneyland band that plays in the World Bazaar. That's always fun. Uh, and then there's also I can't remember his name, but it's the the uh, piano man guy on the bike. Oh, he's so awesome! Yeah, he is always around, so that's always a lot of fun to watch. Um, and then character greetings, like there's characters everywhere. Most of the main characters are at the front gates, so they're there off and on throughout the day. And then there's going to be different characters roaming around the park. So kind of depending on the time of day and where you are, you're going to see someone different. So that's kind of cool. Um, and since, again, you're going to be there during Easter, go and participate in the Easter hunt. Go and pay, I think it's a thousand yen, like a thousand something yen, and go and do the Easter hunt. Like that is a good way to do a complete tour of the totally. park. Like it, that is a perfect way to see everything in the park. So make sure you do that and take and just take your time. Do it all day. Like go every like go to every single Easter egg, find every single Easter egg. Like even try the expert level. I'm sure they're going to have it in English next year because they did it this year for I think the first time ever. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure they're going to have it in English again next year. So get the expert level. Take all day if you have to to go and do it. Wear some because, matching shirts. Yeah, go and buy some matching shirts. <laughs> <laughs> go and do that. Um try all the popcorn like snack throughout the day like that's what i do sometimes like i don't even bother going to a counter service or table service restaurant i just snack i have the green alien mochi and then i have popcorn and then i have the pizza spring roll like you can easily snack all day leisurely like have something to eat every hour or two and i would say if you're taking it easy go to um take the afternoon out Go to Disneyland Hotel and have tea time there. Oh, perfect. That is absolutely perfect. Oh, yes. I want to go there right now. Me too. (laughs) Oh, I want to go have tea time. Yes, go have tea time. You will not regret it. Seriously, that is like one of my favorite things to do at the parks. Or at, well, at Disneyland, I guess. So much fun. And then... In the after, like after you're done in the afternoon, there's the electrical parade. There's the Once Upon a Time that you can watch, and then, um, as we briefly mentioned already, go on some like actually go on some of the attractions because a lot of them are going to be walk on anyway. Might as well, right? <laughs> um, and then, I um, if you plan ahead of, like well enough ahead of time, you can even make some table reservations as well for restaurants. So that's really good. Um, and then going over to Tokyo Disney Sea, kind of the same thing. Get there early in the morning, leisurely get a fast pass. There's characters near the front of the, the park. And then just snack all day, watch shows all day. And Disney Sea is definitely one of those parks where you can just enjoy the atmosphere. Like you can just sit there yeah. and just soak it all in. It's just, it is so relaxing. Um, Fortress and if you, exploration is kind of fun uh, for couples, isn't it? That is that's fun. It's just 
like you can easily kill a good 30 minutes in there for sure if 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 you're rushing you can do it in about 30 minutes so you can probably stay in there for much longer and the gondolas are so romantic at night yes yes that was that was gonna be my next recommendation since it's your honeymoon go on the gondolas if you go on one attraction it's the gondolas you have to go on the gondolas i would be disappointed Emma, if you do not go on these gondolas. <laughs> so make sure you go on the gondolas. Go in the morning or like whenever they open first thing. At night. And then, and then and then go again at night so you can appreciate it during the day and at night. Yeah. Do it twice. Make sure you do it twice. And dine at Magellan's if you can. Absolutely. Abs absolutely and even if you Dine can't it. like so like let's say you can't get like the wine cellar or something right because i know that's kind of hard to get like even if you can just get the lounge because i know you don't want to like rush or do you know like go too crazy the lounge you can get in at any time you know have some champagne have some sweets you know oh that sounds so perfect <laughs> Now, I kind of want to go on a honeymoon. I know. <laughs> just, just so I can go and leisurely enjoy that. Um, also, make sure you go to my favorite place at Disney Sea, the Teddy Roosevelt Lounge. You have yes. to go there. You have to go there in the afternoon and enjoy a nice cocktail or coffee or whatever your beverage of choice is. You have to go there. No Absolutely. questions. Absolutely yes. no questions. You go there. Okay? You will not be disappointed. You can and hold then, hands and stare out at the bay on the bow of the ship. Exactly. And then after you're done that, go on the bow of the ship. Yes. And just and just soak it all in. You can see Tokyo Bay from there. You can see Mount Prometheus. If the if if the day's early enough and it's not cloudy, you can see Mount Fuji. Oh, that's just like my one of my favorite pl- places to be at Disney Sea is right on top of the SS Columbia. And also, um, if you want to, like, stuff your face, go to the uh, Sailing Day Buffet. Yeah. It's really, it's delicious. It's not bad. It's pretty good. I like Sailing Day Buffet. Mm-hmm. It's, it's one of the better buffets, I think. It is. Definitely. Or Oceano. Oh, that's a good one, too. And you could watch the show from there. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, and then, other than that... Just, just, just walk around and explore, like, and walk the back ways, you know? It's so beautiful, especially at night. The lighting is so lovely, you know, like that little back way behind Mediterranean Harbor, you know, or down that little stair path that takes you to Cape Cod, um, that little alternate route that takes you uh, past uh, Port Discovery, you know? There's, like, all these little back alleyways that are kind of, like, dark and romantic with beautiful lighting, you know, just enjoy Disney Sea. Like, walk around and explore. Look for hidden Mickey's. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of them. Trust me. There are. They're everywhere. So, I think I think that answers her question. I hope it does. <laughs> There's so much to do besides just riding attractions at both parks, especially Disney Sea. So many things to do. <laughs> so, thank you so much, Emma for your question i hope we answered it to your satisfaction congratulations yes congratulations again um make sure you let us know how it went once you once you both go let us know if our recommendations were good 
Well, I know they're good, but let us know. <laughs> let us know how it went. We need a trip report. Yeah, give us a trip report. Just send us a short email or whatever. Just send it to us. And also remember, everyone, if you want, if you want any questions for us to talk about, or if you want to send send us a note to contact at tdrexplorer.com and we'll see about answering it on the show. As always, everyone, thank you so much for listening. It's so much fun doing this show for all of you. We love reading all your feedback on Facebook and on Twitter. And it's really fun listening, or sorry, reading, that a lot of you pay attention to what we're actually saying. So if I'm wrong, you guys are you know, sure to let me know <laughs> that, that I said something wrong. So that's cool. We all learned something from it. Uh, make sure you rate us and review us on iTunes and Stitcher so more people can find us to help, so we can help them plan their trip to the best Disney resort on the planet. Whoa, gauntlet thrown. <laughs> <laughs> the gloves are off, wow. and I haven't even been to Shanghai yet. um and yeah make sure you tell everyone about us uh you can find us at tdrexplorer.com and on twitter at tdrexplorer and on facebook facebook.com slash tdrexplorer and don't forget to check out our wait time app tdrnow.com it works on your smartphone your tablet your galaxy phone your iphone your desktop your macbook your probably your palm pilot but I don't recommend you trying it on there. (laughs) (laughs) As always, I'm your host, Chris. I'm the one that's eating all the food, drinking all the wine, drinking all the cocktails, all that fun stuff. And then there's always my beautiful host, Patricia. Wow. You can find me at Dream Sweets Love on Twitter and on Instagram. You guys, don't forget those suggestions for um, episode 50 of the podcast. We're really, really looking forward to them. And we know you guys will come up with some really great and creative ideas. Until then, keep exploring and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. See you.